the gospel because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind and design this rhyme that was played in due time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out. Welcome to another Just Informed Talk radio show with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. And today is a big day, a lot of news happening over the last 24 hours. We're going to try to hit each story as we can here today. A lot of big news stories breaking. Plus, we have some uh, other interesting storylines we're going to be covering, things that have been ongoing but have big updates with them. Nick, I know you have a lot for the audience. I have a lot for the audience. But before we get there... I want to say thank you to everybody out there listening. Now, if you're listening online to one of the streams, right, on YouTube, Rumble, wherever it may be, or you're listening on Brideon, or you're listening on Red Pill, a.k.a. Uh, Pilled.net, I think that's what it's called. It's not called Red Pill. It's called Pilled.net, Foxhole. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, please make sure you hit that like button, share it, subscribe to the channel, whatever platform you watch it on. It helps me out big time. It's free for you. And it makes this show stronger and better and helps it grow, which is what we want to do. That's our aim. So please support just by doing that simple thing. Also, leave your comments below or in the live chat. We want to hear your thoughts about everything. And if you're listening here in the beautiful front range of northern Colorado, up into Wyoming and over to Nebraska on 1360 AM KHNC. We welcome you, thank you, we love you, and we want you to participate in the show. So make sure you call or text the number 877-536-1360 if you want to uh, engage us with comments, questions, concerns, thoughts, uh, prayers, whatever it is. We really appreciate it, and we love when you guys get involved that way. Because it makes the show so much better. Again, 877-536-1360. But, you know, we have a lot to cover today, Nick. And I know you're you're excited about a few stories that we're going to get into here. But we, we just have some big stories that are broken over the last 24 hours. Right, pal? Yeah, there's a lot of information, really big stories. You know, you know how it goes. Sometimes... Uh... Uh, we get flooded with all of these different stories at the same time, and uh, there's a lot to cover today. Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of where we're at right now. We have a lot to get through, and, and I want to start. This is one of the stories that starts me. I mean, there's a bunch, right? We talk about the, the judgment, the ruling that came down in New York. You have the corrupt judge in Goron in the New York State or the New York City Court, federal court there issuing a $355 million fine against Donald Trump for doing business with banks who uh, basically said he was he was a great customer and they want to do more business with him in the future, i.e. taking loans out and paying them back on time with interest. Banks hate that, right? They, they, they loathe that. Oh, actually, it's the opposite. That's what they want you to do. And not only that, but you have Judge and Goron making this ruling, and now the corrupt uh, Attorney General Letitia James there in New York issuing a threat against Donald Trump. So so get this, Nick. This is a crazy story, but it's true. 
Letitia James came out and said that she is prepared to seize, a.k.a. steal, President Trump's assets if he cannot pay the outrageous court fine as ordered by compromised judge Arthur Ngoron, saying, quote, she told ABC News, quote, if he does not have funds to pay off the judgment, then we will seek judgment enforcement mechanisms in court, and we will ask the judge to seize his assets. Now, one of the assets that they are uh, floating, seizing, is Trump Tower. That's what the rumors are, at least. They are actually saying that they will seize Trump Tower from Donald Trump in order to sat- to satisfy the $355 million completely corrupt uh, extortion fine that is being levied against him by the corrupt and lawless chaotic court there in New York City. And I just have to, you know, Nick, part of me, I've come to a point now where, and maybe maybe I'm speaking on behalf of how other people are feeling, or maybe I'm just way out there, but he, you know, you know, how, know how I feel about it, Nick? Take it. See what happens. Watch what happens when you take that building and seize all of his assets. Watch people flood out of that city. Watch people flee for their lives, take their families and their fortunes, and make that city into the truly dump that it is becoming because that's essentially what you get with communists and that's what these people are right nick absolutely they, first off you know deutsche bank is a very serious bank they you know it's very hard to get any money from them unless you have every t and i uh crossed and dotted uh and so for the fact that they were even lended that means that they have a very high rating, which is like platinum, I believe, and, and by way of their credit, and uh, they made millions and millions of dollars. They out, they even spoke out against it and said, "No, we did great business," and um, you know that's why we've got the guy from Shark Tank leaving New York, saying he's never going to invest another dollar. Um, you know, it, it, the second that they do that, they, that seals their fate. Yeah, it's game over for them once they do it. Speaking of the guy from Shark Tank, I think it was very interesting to see his response yesterday. And, and look, here's my thought essentially on what he said. He came out and he basically spoke against this ruling saying very strongly. We played a clip yesterday. He's been on more news shows since, you know, expanding on his thought with regard to this ruling. And I, and I want to play this clip. Maybe I'll wait till we get out onto the other side of the break. But Here's my, my issue with Kevin O'Leary. Now, I appreciate what he's saying. He, he basically confronts CNN uh, anchor who's trying to basically justify it. And he says, you know, what fraud actually took place here? There are no victims. It's just the state trying to go after a businessman for doing business above the board, as all real estate investors have done for uh, as long as, you know, we, we've been keeping track of these kind of things. And it, it, I'll play the first few minutes of the clip and then we'll play the rest when we come back but i'll give you my response to what kevin o'leary says and then we'll let you talk about it nick too because i I have something to say about this but i want you to hear it first wouldn't there be many companies who would not want to do business or loan money to people like yourself or investors if they know that they can get away with fraud and there's no recourse to protect them Excuse me, what fraud? I don't, I, this is not about Trump anymore. When you get a developer, when you get a developer that builds a building and he says it's worth $400 million and he wants to borrow $200 million from a bank, which happens every day, everywhere on earth, including every American city, 
Every developer is an entrepreneur. They shine the light on their building and they say it's worth 400. The bank does its own due diligence, as was done in this case, because they're very good at it. The banks are very good, and they say no, it's worth 300. We're only going to loan you 150 million. That haggling has gone on for decades. That's how it works. And then. In this case, even, the bank that was supposedly defrauded testified and said, we didn't lose anything. We want to do business with this guy again. We'd like to. But the judge said, no, 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 no. Let's penalize this developer for $355 million. And if we're going to do that, let's penalize all the developers all across America. They've all done the same thing. All of them should go to jail and we should stop building buildings. That's what the message is from New York. Even the governor herself is concerned about what this looks like to investors all around the world. It's not just U.S. domestic. All well, around the world, people are talking about what happened here. You really think people want to invest money in New York after this? How about we go well, somewhere I, I else? Think how, I think there are to, people who would, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I want to converse well, with you, you instead. you just did. I, it's, it's only because I want you're, to have a conversation, you know what? Kevin, I as opposed you, to just you, having you tell me. I respect you because you're a lawyer. You're a lawyer. You understand well, exactly what I'm talking about. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm respectable for a number of reasons, Kevin O'Leary, but being a, law, a lawyer is one of those issues. But I'll tell you, when I, when I hear your conversation, and I do want to converse with you about this point, I understand that there are legitimate concerns that were raised during the trial and will continue to be raised about who the quote-unquote, who is actually bringing the suit. It wasn't the banks who were saying that we as consumers are unsophisticated feel this way. But Letitia James, the Attorney General, and I know you want to expand beyond Trump, has suggested, well, it's about making the playing field level for those who are not the major and billionaire investors, but for those who are supposed to put business records out there, want to get a loan, the idea of making sure that they have to have the same true statements included as those who have a lot more money. When we come back, I have some comments on this. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa, with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt, too. Don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A&B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492. 720 Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. So before the break, we were playing this clip of Kevin O'Leary and the host over there at CNN going back and forth on this 
civil fraud trial that took place in New York City. And I want to finish this clip because I have some thoughts I want to share about it, and then we'll get your take on it, Nick, as well. Uh, a lot of other news stories to cover, but this one I think is very important because they're they're missing the forest for the trees here uh, in, in what they are saying. Let's go ahead and keep playing this clip. Kevin O'Leary on CNN. Is there any weight to that for you? Well, I asked you who lost money, and I'll make it even clearer. You and I, we're developing a data center together, and I say to you, we can go to New York where this just happened. It's your money now. You're now an investor, and you're taking risk. You're an entrepreneur with me, right beside me. We're together on the deal. Or I can show you Oklahoma, North Dakota, West Virginia, where the governors actually ran businesses. Let's go there, where this never happened before. They have power. They have permits. They've got legislation that's supportive of entrepreneurship. Why would we go to New York? Why take the risk? My only point is, did we just diminish the great state of New York and the great people of New York? And shouldn't they ask for better management so they don't become a flyover state? Remember, New York has the highest taxes in the country, the worst regulatory environment, and it's incredibly mismanaged. And I'm pointing out now on top of that, you get this insanity, a, a victimless crime, and forget about Trump, it's not about Trump. I don't care about Trump in this. I care about America, and I care about entrepreneurship, and I care about democracy, and the fairness. The judicial system is now being criticized. People are asking themselves, the bar of New York, is this judge rational to charge $355 million in a case where no one lost any money? Is that good for the people of New York? Should the people of New York wake up to this and say, what's happening to us? Why is this becoming so perverse? Why are we the focus of this injustice? And I have nothing to do with Trump. I'm not supporting Trump. I'm supporting American entrepreneurship. And New York <laughs> is slowly becoming the number one loser state in America. I'm sorry. That's what's happening. Okay, let me point out some stuff here. What is obvious to me is that people only care about communism when it comes for them, right? It, it, they could care less that, that everything's happened to Trump up to this point. But once they see and the tea leaves and start reading the cards and, set, and, and uh, understanding that what's happening to Trump can happen to them next, oh, boy, then they start panicking, and this is where you get this kind of reaction. Now, what I see when I hear Kevin O'Leary talk about this, his complete abject failure to, to even understand the significance of Donald Trump being involved in the, the precedent that was set here is why I believe that everything he says is completely falling flat. His argument is completely falling flat because he's missing the point. He's missing the forest for the trees. He's saying, how can we let this injustice stand? How can we let this, this, this unfair ruling, you know, be a part of our democracy? And you go, if you're failing to see the obvious truth that Trump, the case here with Trump, is a flagrant election interference bid that is normalizing political persecution of individual citizens in America, then you're completely missing the point. And, you, and this is how, how I think selfish these people are. Kevin O'Leary, he's a nice guy, I'm sure. He's interesting. He's, he's a character. We all know. But think of it this way. He could have cared less if they threw Trump in prison for 10 years. 
right, on some other charge, on some trumped-up charge that had nothing to do with him or his business. But when they went after Trump's bank account and they used a charge that could easily be turned on him as well and many other investors in New York City, oh, well, now there's a panic. Now we're worried. Now we got to get involved. We got to say, you know, this has to stop. This, this is too far. Oh, well, so when it's your personal fortune being threatened and it's your freedom being uh, uh, threatened, then you're worried about the communists. But if it's not you, well, we just ignore the communists and let it continue. See, these are the kind of people, Nick, who I, I hate to say it, but these are the kind of people who are going to lead to the full-scale full destruction of America. Because they only care about themselves. They have no concept of integrity or principle because they only care about what is in their, their lives and what threatens them and their fortunes. They don't care about communists as long as they can enrich themselves with the communists. But like everybody knows, what Kevin O'Leary hasn't realized yet, or maybe he's just starting to figure it out, and a lot of these other big, you know, uh, rich liberals are going to figure out at some point or another, is that once the communists take over, guess what? They don't care if you virtue signal and say you love, you know, uh, egalitarian, you know, communist utopias. You're going to be the first one lined up against the wall. And that's what they don't get, right, Nick? I, I just, this is what frustrates me. It, what do you think? Yeah, so now I agree with you 100%. So now he has something to say. Now he does. Um, you know, even though it's gotten to this point, nobody, you know, he didn't feel compelled to say anything until it affected him. And that's what the biggest issue is for most Americans. They're all watching Dancing with the Stars and going to bed, you know, and, you know, can you blame them? They just want to tune out and, and relax. But, but these people, they never stop. They never stop their goals. Even if they have to push it out for a hundred years, they'll still keep chipping away. Death by a thousand cuts, and you gotta say no and put your foot down. Absolutely, and, and that was my biggest <clears throat> frustration with Kevin O'Leary and and the left's general malaise in understanding that. I mean, look, we're conservative, right? And people always want to say, oh, we're, we're paranoid about communists. Marxism's not real. It's, it's just an idea that's in universities. And those kids, you know, they don't do anything with it. They just, they grow up and then they become conservative. But the truth is this. It happens quickly, A. B, if they, these liberals are just living in a fantasy land, if they don't think they're the first ones who are going to be, uh, you know, basically put in the gulag that's what's coming and i hate to say it and i hate to burst bubbles and of course o'leary came out and said something before but he's he's been very strategic because he doesn't want to get canceled obviously to say this isn't about trump this is about the principle well no kevin it is about trump if you allow them to normalize this kind of you know flagrant abuse of power to interfere in elections and persecute your political opponents then you've lost the thread. There is no constitutional republic left. There is no quote-unquote democracy left. You are in a fascist totalitarian state that is uh, essentially uh, has, has its roots in communist Marxism. So I put that out there for everybody. You guys let me know what you think. 877-536-1360 is the number. If you guys have any comments about Kevin O'Leary and his takes, please let me know. We have other stories, though. Nick, I want to get into here today. I wanted to start there because I thought that was a pretty interesting one. Um, yeah. There's a couple ones, and though. A positive, 
go ahead. Well, Craig, I, I do want to say something though. Like it, it, you know, they've pushed it to this point, and now it's front and center. So they kind of made a mistake in their part. So it's in a, in a weird way, it's kind of a good thing that this is happening because, you know, finally people are going to be paying attention to it. I mean, I agree. I agree, but. I guess my point is more that it's frustrating for us as conservatives as we see it happening and we realize that it's really a matter of, I think, selfishness, greed, and a complete and total disregard for fellow humans, right? When you, you only care about yourself, this is the kind of outcomes you have. And, and when you reject God or you neglect to, to uh, put Christ first in everything you do, and, and live by the scripture that is given, then you're going to live a life where you only care about yourself and what affects you, not about what affects others and how it's what is really about uh, helping others. And, and that's what I get frustrated with. But I agree with you, Nick, that uh, it is good in a way because they're, they're waking up. It's, it's when Yuri Bezmenev said it best. It's like you could literally show them facts. You could show them the concentration camp. You can walk these liberals Dude, it's it's crazy how accurate he was. You could walk Kevin O'Leary up to the D.C. gulag there where they're holding all the January Sixers and show him, say, we live in a fascist totalitarian regime. And he goes, I, I don't see anything wrong here. They were insurrectionists. And then, oh, oh, there's they, they threatened his fortune. Oh, we have to sound the alarm. Oh, no, we can't stop it. It's when the boot cracks their backside as Yuri Bezmenev put it that's when they wake up right Nick yeah and by that time it's too late exactly and that's the point I'm trying to make is you've allowed this to happen and go on so far we've been the ones sounding alarm we've been the ones standing in opposition we've been the ones being persecuted censored deplatformed jailed harassed threatened murdered this is a battle that's already happening. Kevin is just waking up to it, and that's good. I'm glad. Good for him. But how many other liberals are still living in this complete uh, fog and just complete existence of denial where they just ignorant bliss or just they choose to willfully ignore it, whatever it is, they do not understand what is coming. The threat, the, the, the enemy is inside the lines. Right, Nick? Yes, the enemy has been inside the wire for the better part of 30 years, and they're only just now um, – it's, it's just now becoming apparent to everybody. And, uh, you know, there have been people like you and I who have been out there screaming from the rooftops trying to get people to listen, and they're too involved with themselves, and they, they – and by design, you know, that's that's how this dopamine, uh, you know, feedback system has been created with with social media. They take control of your mind and completely make you become dependent on looking at, you know, from, you know, some people might read the news. Some people might read, uh, watch cat videos, but it, that's nonetheless, that's exactly what's happening. And they're distracting us from what they're doing right in front of us. It couldn't be more flagrant. It couldn't be more obvious. It couldn't be more in your face. And again, the only time these people are going to wake up is like you said, when it's too late, like I said, when uh, quoting Yuri Bezmenev, when the boot cracks their backside, that's when they realize, oh, crap, this is not good. And you go, 
That's what we've been telling you. You will be the first one in the gulag, not us. We will be the resistance. You will be the one marched away to the prison camps, not us. We are preparing. We are getting prepared. We want you to prepare. We want you to understand the threat that is at the door. The enemy is at the gates. The enemy is inside the wire. This is happening in real time right now. So, uh, you know, thank, I thank my lucky stars, Nick. I don't live in one of these big liberal cities anymore. Um, it, it is literally, th- these places are dangerous. They're not safe. And speaking of which, you know, you have people like developers coming out saying they're not going to be doing business with New York anymore. Grant B. Cardone, one great example, him and his wife, they own a big business, a multi, I think, billion dollar real estate empire. They've already announced that they will no longer be doing business in New York as per this ruling because it's not safe. So again, it's all about self-interest. It, it, a lot of it, you know, maybe in Grant's case, it's partially, you know, some sort of ideological belief because I know that he's been vocally a supporter of Trump. But most of these other people will only do it out of self-preservation. And maybe that's fine and good, like you said, Nick. But to me, it is just a sign of how much how much they've been inundated into this this sleep state, like you just described, where it's just... They're just sitting in their little dopamine fixed chambers, taking in their social media and cat videos or whatever it is, and they don't have any clue what's going on. And and like you said, by the time they wake up and realize it, it's going to be far too late. So um, we have other stories, though, Nick, I want to get to. First off, we have Judge Ngoron. So the judge in this case in New York, he is now being accused of having an – is this an extramarital affair with his, the secretary of the opposing counsel in a previous case? The previous case, the one he just uh, looked oversaw, now it's coming out that uh, Judge Ngoron was apparently involved in having some kind of inappropriate relationship with the counsel in that previous case. And Nick, I mean, blackmail 101, right? I mean, this is how they get people. If you want to control somebody, well... There you go. Go have an affair in the case before and then come out and do this case. And, and I wonder if you're controlled, right? Is, is that not tact? Is that not like 101? I mean, here, let me just play. I'll give you this clip, Nick, just for, for reference because I think it's important. Here's Mike Pompeo on the CIA's playbook. Let's listen. I, when I was a cadet, what's the first, what's the cadet motto at West Point? You will not lie, cheat, or steal or tolerate those who do. I, I, I was a CIA director. We lied, we cheated, we steal, stole. It's like we, we had we had, entire, we had entire training courses. Uh, it, uh, it, it it reminds you of the uh, uh, the glory of the American experiment. How about that, Nick? We lie, we cheat, we steal. We have classes on it at the CIA, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, they teach you to be a predator. I mean, look, we got some serious problems in this country right now, folks, and I hope people are starting to wake up before it's too late because it's it's coming close. We're getting there. Everybody stay tuned. We have much more to cover. You're listening to Justin Forum Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. Shout out. 
what type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement would look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-YREFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-YREFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. And, and before the break, we were talking about this crazy story, Judging Goron being accused of having an inappropriate relationship with the secretary of the opposing counsel in the previous case that he was engaged with. And I said, look, you know, what do you think that these intelligence agencies do if they were trying to manipulate and, co- and coerce or uh, co-opt or extort somebody into doing their will? Well, they would frame him with blackmail, and this is the, this seems like it might be one of the perfect stories for that to have been the predicate to where we came to with that $355 million ridiculous ruling. But even further, I, I played a clip of the former director of the CIA, Mike Pompeo, talking about how, you know, they're taught at CIA headquarters in, in their training before they become CIA agents how to lie, cheat, and steal And, Nick, you made a good point over the break to me about how, you know, a part of true spycraft and and what is necessary to defend national security interests in this country is that those skills are necessary. And I agree with that 100%. However, this is what happens when it goes unchecked and without, you know, without limit and without restriction, without 
uh, a structure, it, it just becomes complete lawlessness, and you get stuff mm-hmm. like this where you have a rogue agency going out and doing whatever it feels is, is right for the greater good. And when you have people who have infiltrated to the top levels of those organizations who are, you know, avowed communists and Muslims, um, you know, you probably are going to see some deleterious effects in, in society as a trickle down. Uh, you had some good points about that, though, so I'll let you, you contribute. Yeah, yeah, John Brennan, what a piece of trash. So that guy, uh, you know, he's a communist and a Muslim, and, you know, that's okay if he's Muslim, but he did it as a means to an end. I don't think that he's really even religious, He unless he's a Satanist because he's evil. But, uh, you know, the, the spy craft is, well, is necessary fair, on, me, with limits. I, I just want to be clear. When I said Muslim— I was pointing more to the idea that mu- being uh, Muslim is, is more of a political ideology, or is it Islam, I guess, is a, is a political ideology. He's an Islamicist. So yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it's a political ideology, and that's what I'm trying to point out. Yeah, yeah. He, he was using it as a political tool, uh, even though those guys, I found out through people who were you know physically there and know, and know how they actually th- what they actually thought about John Brennan. They thought he was a joke. You know, they thought they laughed at him behind his back. Um, but anyway, um, so I, I think that they should put it under the, all under the Department of Defense, so that way there are some stringent rules and everything's well meticulously documented. It'll be safeguarded, all the information. But under the military, they'd be under the UCMJ, and they can no longer, as you said, uh, run around lawlessness with lawlessness, just doing whatever they feel is in the best interest, or they could say is in the best interest. You know, there needs to be a measure. Okay, it, okay, you think it is. Explain how. Does it meet these criteria? If it doesn't, then you know it's not in our best interest. I think you're right, Nick. I think you're correct. And uh, we have other stories to get through, though. I thought those were interesting to start with here. Uh, we also have new national polls coming out with Trump still holding a 9- to 10-point lead over Biden. Uh, this is starting to look pretty much like the obvious play for the Democrats is to pull Biden in the last minute. Uh, they're going to wait till the 25th hour after the primaries to have Biden step down. Then he'll be replaced shortly by somebody like Michelle Obama. Uh, Big Mike will be stepping in to the, the position there. And that's something that, you know, is fairly clear and obvious to anybody who's been paying attention. However, yesterday we had this uh, big announcement, right, that came a little after our show talking about Nikki Haley. Uh, she was set to give this big, big press conference in uh, uh, or speech in South Carolina ahead of the upcoming primaries there. And essentially, everybody was speculating that she was going to be dropping out. And now it turns out that she is refusing to drop out while also attacking Trump, who she says is or, or who is so obsessed with his demons in the past. Don't know what that means. I think she's trying to appeal to the evangelicals by using the word demon and Trump in the same sentence because there were focus groups conducted by her staff that carefully uh, crafted a statement which they thought or think and believe will influence people to uh, associate Trump with demons and then uh, thereby make a, a play on the evangelical base. See, when you understand how politics work, I've been doing this long enough, where I understand that, you know, outside of Trump, and even Trump does this to a degree, I'm sure, but outside of Trump, 
every politician has a group uh, behind them that is conducting focus groups that is carefully crafting each every single word they say every statement is canned and prepared every reporter is screened and vetted and they ask you know well what do you think you're going to ask haley tonight so it's all it's all a theater right it's all a play so we're not watching anything in 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 truth or reality it's it's all this you know completely crafted garbage that is meant to uh influence your thought patterns right nick Oh my gosh, Craig, yes, and I just saw something right now that is exactly what we just talked about. It's all relevant. So Benny Johnson just said, you know, he posted that the organizer of the letter signed by 51 former spies who lied that falsely claimed that Hunter Biden's laptop from hell was Russian disinformation. No one is surprised. The former Obama CIA chief, Michael Morell, donates to Nikki Haley. She is a CIA front. That's what she is. Well, there you have it. You got it first here. Nikki Haley, the official candidate for the CIA. And here's the thing. We all know that she's tied to the deep state. We all know what she represents, BlackRock and other companies, these large corporations that have uh, basically hijacked our constitutional republic and want to turn it into a mob rule democracy, which is essentially a, a totalitarian, fascist, authoritarian regime. That's what they want, right? And what's interesting to me is that with Nikki Haley refusing to drop out, it really calls into question what her motivations are. She can't win in a, in a straight-up race with Donald Trump, so she's waiting for some sort of Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding moment to occur so she can step in and, and get the gold medal, for back, lack of a better uh, uh, metaphor there. But that's that's essentially what we're seeing take place in real time here. She's waiting for Trump to get kneecapped, essentially, proverbially or literally, uh, she's waiting for him to either get, uh, God forbid, uh, assassinated or put in jail or forced to, to be withdrawn from the ballots in multiple states. That's what she's playing for. That's the end game. And also she wants to continue to divide the Republican Party with what minority exists who are the quote unquote never Trumpers who are really just independents who lean hard left, who don't like what Trump represents, which is this new Make America Great Again movement, which is not about anything other than securing our constitutional republic from infiltrators and the people who have taken control through unelected means. These are bureaucrats who come in to Washington, D.C. They stay there for 30 years. They are bought and paid for and traded amongst the corporations that own America, and, and that's that's, then they put on this big play, this big kabuki theater for us of red team versus blue team to give you the illusion that you have a choice. And once you see through it clearly, you recognize that Trump is the only person who's come along in the last several decades and said, this is, this is a fixed game. We have to, to correct the ship. We have to right the ship. Right, Nick? Absolutely. And the only way we can really do it at this point, Craig, with all the tools they have, uh, spending all the money, is for us to network together, stick together, and share information as best we can because they're going to try and stop us. Yeah, the next play in the Communist uh, Manifesto 
is a pretty dark one, and I mean dark as in they try to uh, shut down the ability for us to, to communicate. And they're already doing it, but it's going to get worse. Uh, mark my words, unfortunately, before the election. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk. We'll be back after the break. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. Hello, everybody in Northern Colorado. You're all looking good. I knew you would. (laughs) Keep listening to AM 1360, the roar of the Rockies, the best station ever. Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. And Nick, you know, before the break, we were talking about Nikki Haley, and, and I want to be clear about who I believe her base is, right? This this small minority within the quote-unquote Republican Party. It is, in my opinion, these are refugees from the Democrat Party who have been forced to become independent. They still lean hard left, but they are not, you know, full-blown communist marxist you know identity politics they, they've 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 come to the realization that they want to reject that but they still believe in all of the the you know highly quote-unquote progressive uh, realistically regressive ideologies that are being forwarded and pushed by the democrat party in in majority but they want to be able to identify with uh, another party because they see the far left radical, you know, communists have taken full control of the Democrat Party. That would be who I think, in my opinion, represent that small minority of individuals who still believe in Nikki Haley. Um, and there are some people who I think consider themselves conservative who are turned off by Trump's brash, you know, sort of behavior and uh, his his history and past. But here's the thing. And I've made this case for Trump several times before. What you have to understand is that Trump is probably the only politician, Nick, in in our lifetime at this up to this point, at least mine, because I'm I'm not too old, but I'm not too young. He's the only politician who I truly believe you could persuade one way or another to make a decision or to change a position based on new facts and evidence that he may have been unaware of previously. 
And that's something that you will never get with Nikki Haley. You will never get with Joe Biden. You will never get with Michelle Obama or go down the list. Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, uh, Mike Johnson, all these other people. They don't care if you're red team or blue team. They are bought, paid for, and controlled. They cannot change their mind. They cannot make decisions independent of their contributors or their backers or their political action committees that that support them and that get the corporate donations. So if you want a controlled puppet who focus groups everything they say and has no independent thought whatsoever and represents a monolithic conspiracy to control our lives, enslave us, and make us subservient, then please, by all means, go vote for Nikki Haley, go vote for Joe Biden, go vote for your, you know, red team, blue team candidate that is the canned candidate that is presented to you all polished with 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 all of the talking points in order and with no, you know, independent thought whatsoever for themselves or ability to change their their ideas, positions, or beliefs. That's my opinion. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, and it's no wonder he's the only politician to ever deliver on his promises because he does what he wants. He has pure 100% control of and responsibility for himself, and and that's it. And you know, for the obviously for the nation because he was elected to do so. But he he is a, in my opinion, he's a genius uh, because he played all those fools on behalf of the people. You know, and, and if anybody has a really good tradecraft. It's President Trump. Look at what he's done. He's completely defeated the deep state. They're on their knees at this point. They are struggling. And, uh, you know, he's doing it for the people. And he's made it very clear from the very start when he came out with the military behind him and announced that he's giving the power back to the people. Amen, brother. And I I appreciate that thoroughly. But, you know, they're still going to put out the the same talking points. At what point? I think they understand that there's this concept of repetition, repetition, repetition. If you repeat something enough on enough platforms that are supposedly legitimate sources of information, then it becomes a fact, very much a a, a Nazi propaganda technique. Here it is, though, Nancy Pelosi uh, going with the same old Trump's a Russian agent trope. Listen to this. Putin is probably the richest person in the world. I'm the richest person in the world. Forget all these ratings that people have. The richest person in the mm-hmm. world. He's also the most, well, not the most evil, stiff competition for that honor, but nonetheless uh, among the t- top three or four most evil people in the world. What does he have on Donald Trump that he have to constantly be catering to Putin? Telling Putin, go into these countries. NATO countries. NATO was there to stop Russia, to keep Russia out. They had been successful for nearly 75 years. We will celebrate that uh, security success. And then we have, what's his name? I usually have him nameless, saying um, he doesn't support NATO and and, uh, uh, invite encouraging Russia to invade NATO countries. He who shall not be named. I know Voldemort well, so there's another guy kind of like him. What do you think? We're all wondering this question, Speaker Pelosi. What do you think Putin has on him? I mean, it sure seems like something, as you've said a few times, given that he refuses to criticize him, that he seems to be a fanboy of him. Are, are you worried well, you at know, all? Uh, okay. during the Mueller... Go ahead, sorry, go ahead. But, uh, first of all, first of all, we must 
be sure that he does not step one foot into the White House, not as president or not as anything. He has brought disgrace to the White House to these presidents. I talked about George Washington. It's also President's Week for uh, Abraham Lincoln. When Abraham Lincoln died, it was embroidered in his coat that night at that theater, one country, one destiny. And he gave his life to unify our country. And now we have someone who had the honor of serving in the White House, didn't consider it an honor, didn't consider his oath of office to protect and defend the Constitution. And on this week, speaking out the way he did about Navalny shows you that he is a person without values. He looks like he's going to be a person without dollars either, but the values are what concern us. Yes, the, the dollars... So I don't know what he has on him, but I think it's probably financial. I think it's probably financial, either something financial he has on him or something on the come. Yeah, oh. Nick, I mean, listening to Nancy Pelosi talk about, uh, you know, money and corruption is is like listening to Jeffrey Dahmer talk to you about, you know, uh, a relationship, uh, you know, how to have a successful relationship with your family and friends. It's just crazy, right? Yes, it, this woman is, is deranged, but and it's ironic that she would, would bring up uh, Abraham Lincoln, you know, of course he was assassinated and, um, you know, she made it, she kind of insinuated that he would be, uh, you know, that would be for the better of, or, you know, eventually uniting the nation or something like that, something, uh, demented. But, uh, I want to bring up the, the point that she, uh, and other people in Congress wear purple all the same day. And the Jesuits in particular are the people that crafted in the plot to assassinate Lincoln, and she herself is a Jesuit. By wearing purple, she's signifying that as symbolically with the other people that all wore it the same day as her. Well, there you go. Uh, it's funny because, let's see, she invokes the name of Abraham Lincoln, a president who was assassinated. I believe she got her start in politics by sleeping with JFK, another president who was assassinated, and now she's obsessed with Donald Trump. I wonder if there's a trend there. Hopefully not. Stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to Just Inform Talk Radio. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American world hegemony, the new world order, secret societies, one world religion, weather warfare, international wars, transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. You are listening to... The Roar of the Rockies. Returning Saturday, March 2nd to KHNC, 1360 AM. And every Saturday, March through October, it's the Gardening with Joy and Holly radio show. Saturday mornings, 11 to noon. It's the Gardening with Joy and Holly radio show. Topic-focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions now to gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call 24-7 to 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday morning, 11 to noon. March through October... Something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear 
There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig, James, and Nick No And Nick, you know, before the break, we're talking about Nancy Pelosi and what she's come out with uh, accusing Trump of being financially blackmailed by Vladimir Putin, which is, I mean, at this point, I mean, it is the most absurd thing. I mean, Putin's already come out and, and said that he would prefer Joe Biden be president. If you really had financial blackmail on Donald Trump, wouldn't you think it'd be a better thing for Russia in general to have uh, uh, Donald Trump be the president of the United States? Because then you could just blackmail him and get whatever you want. It's almost, Nick... And, I, and hear me out. I know I'm just one of those kooky conspiracy theorists, but it's almost like projection. It's almost like what they are guilty of, they accuse you of. So perhaps we should be looking at what kind of financial blackmail that Russia and Putin has on, I don't know, people like Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi or all these other individuals. Because it, it just strikes me as just slightly strange, Nick, that... Uh, you know, we have all these business deals involving Hunter Biden and his father and his brother, who happens to be testifying on Capitol Hill today. Jim Jordan uh, talks about this. We'll play that in a second. Um, but Nick, it's almost like if I if I was if I was to to you know take a guess or uh, you know hypothetically think about this, it's almost like perhaps. They have the black. They're being blackmailed by Russia as we speak. What do you think? You know, as far as I can tell, they're, they're just using Saul Alinsky's rules for for radicals, and uh, they're they're uh, accusing others uh, as part of the playbook in there. And and uh, you know, they clearly are corrupt. They are beholden to people, but it wasn't because they helped them get elected. Yeah, sure, they might have. But it's because of the bribes. Ask Nancy Pelosi. Wow, you are the most successful trader in history. You've traded, what, 30 times and you made $100 million? That is amazing. How did you do that? You know, she's the most, one of the most corrupt people that we have in our country. You know, and then also look at Mitch McConnell. That guy, he's super corrupt. And, and I, you know, I, I really think he needs to get uh, ousted because, you know, he's not doing what's right by the people. And, and uh, even with his donors, he will do their bidding even if it's not in the best interest of the united states no i mean you made a great point i mean nancy pelosi she's she's uh telling us all about this however uh it seems like if she's as good at stock trading as it appears i mean she why isn't she like on wall street she'd be one of the richest people in the world by now she may be given elon musk and jeff bezos a run for their money if she dedicated her time 100 percent to trading stocks i mean given her track record and how she good she is at it so i mean you know i i really i would love to see her go into the private sector and become a you know financial day trader maybe she would make you know hundreds of millions a billion dollars you know you never know but perhaps though it's her access to information as a politician that she's been exploiting illegally to enrich herself but i don't know we can't we can't speculate on that i mean i'm sure it's just a coincidence that you know she's one of the wealthiest members of congress and uh she she's her salary is the same as every other congressperson at about one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars a year totally 
uh, normal to become a hundred millionaire with that kind of salary. I mean, anybody out there, I know we have listeners in the audience, you make $150,000, dollars $200,000 a year. Why aren't you a hundred millionaire right now? You know, like, come on, you must be doing something wrong. I mean, either that or Nancy Pelosi's a genius, right, Nick? Yeah, and living in San Francisco, no less, where the prices are grossly inflated uh, yeah, for homes point, and stuff. Good point. All right, so look, uh, Joe James Biden, Joe Biden's brothers on Capitol Hill today. Let's listen to that coming out. This all focuses on how James Biden allegedly used his brother's name to peddle influence and make money. The president's younger brother will likely have to explain a $200,000 payment he made to Joe Biden back in 2018. On the same day, a national health care company sent a loan for the same amount to James. Oh, totally cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about all that corruption. Uh, that's totally fine. Everybody stay tuned. We got more to come. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Saturdays at 11, right here on AM 1360. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. And this is the Fox Business Report. Amazon shares are higher after news that it will join the Dow Jones Industrial Average on Monday, replacing Walgreens Boots Alliance. Amazon shares have nearly doubled since the beginning of last year, giving the company a market value of more than $1.7 trillion. And Uber Technologies will replace JetBlue in the Dow Jones Transportation Average. NVIDIA shares are losing more ground. The slump is seen as profit-taking, with investors cashing in before NVIDIA's earnings after the Wall Street close. Though NVIDIA and Nokia just announced a partnership to develop artificial intelligence solutions for mobile networks. Palo Alto network shares are down more than 20%. The cybersecurity company's earnings top forecasts, but it has a cautious outlook. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jenny Posola, invested in you. As most Americans suffer financially, gold just hit an all-time high. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and this is why you need a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold IRAs. Secure your IRA or your 401k right now. Text SHELTER to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. 
Hello, friend. I'm Jeremy Sladen, the head coach and founder of the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul Experience, or Warrior MBS for short. There's a good chance that you're looking to level up with some needed improvements in your physical, mental, or spiritual life, or maybe you need a complete reset in all three. Either way, there has never been a better time for you to make this move, and here's why. Because the world needs you badly right now. Our culture is in full-scale attack mode on what it even means to be a man. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to warriormbs.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's warriormbs.com. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you can invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back go to investyrefi.com that's invest the letter y r-e-f-y.com or call 888-Y-REFI-24 you can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25 percent just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them joe sent you the views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James with Nick No. This is hour two of the Just Informed Talk Radio show. And let me just say, everybody out there listening live in the 1360 KHNC AM radio audience, we appreciate it. Make sure you leave your thoughts, comments, concerns, questions, whatever you got for us on the text line, 877-536-1360. And if you're watching on one of the live streams, whether you're watching it, Rumble, uh, BitChute, YouTube, uh, uh, Brighteon, there's a lot of them. Uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave your thoughts, comments there as well in the live chat, and uh, we read them all. So make sure you let us know what you're thinking. That way you can help contribute to the show and make it better. But, Nick, you know, we're coming back here in an hour or two, and, and it just never ends. You know, I feel like I, it's deja vu. It's Groundhog Day, however you want to, to describe it. But, you know, now they're coming out, Nick, with the – uh, full press Russia collusion hoax narrative again, which is like, 
I mean, what do we have to do, Nick, to debunk this? I mean, does 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 Donald Trump ha- Trump have to fly over to, to Russia and and take out a freaking sword and behead Putin and put his head on a pike for people to to, un- to believe he's not a Russian agent at this point? And even if he does that, they'll say he's he's trying to take over Russia and become the new dictator in Russia, right? I mean, it's like that's the level of absurdity <laughs> yeah. we're at. It's completely absurd. Then they're they're just grasping, you know, for whatever they can, and uh, they're they're like cornered animals, and and they're they're really highly predictable. And I think everybody's on to their game, which is why they've deployed their AI uh, subtle manipulations that that are getting more and more nefarious each day. But here's CNN with their breathtaking coverage of how uh, we have new Russia Gate 2.0 information. Listen to this. Not only is there no evidence of any wrongdoing by President Biden, but it now appears as if the House Republican majority is being used by Russia to interfere in the 2024 election on behalf of Donald Trump. If they continue with this investigation, they are simply doing the work of Vladimir Putin to help Donald Trump win an election in November. I mean, Nick, am I crazy or is this is this Groundhog Day? I mean, they're just repeating the same thing they said, what, eight years ago, four years ago, two years ago, six years ago. The story is like, it's just almost unbelievable at this point. Yeah, and it reminds me of a quote. It's, it's similar. You can apply it to politics, too, that, I, that I've read. When ministry becomes performance, then the sanctuary becomes a theater. The congregation becomes an audience. Worship becomes entertainment, and a man's applause and approval become the measure of success. And that applies to them in that setting, too. I mean, I agree. And they're rolling out the old, you know, the old head talking puppets like Jon Stewart to go after uh, people like Tucker Carlson for observing things in Russia, like how they have a functional society. Oh, my gosh. Tucker must be a Russian agent for pointing out that the grocery stores aren't inundated with criminals committing petty crimes or uh, homeless people defecating (laughs) on the subway cars. Watch. Listen to this. Right. Because the difference between our urinal caked chaotic subways and your candelabra beautiful subways is the literal price of freedom. But the goal that Carlson and his ilk are pushing is that there's really no difference between our systems. In fact, theirs might be a little bit better. The question is, why? Why is Tucker doing this? Here's why. It's because the old civilizational battle was communism versus capitalism. That's what drove the world since World War II. Russia was the enemy then. But now they think the battle is woke versus unwoke. And in that fight, Putin is an ally to the right. He's their friend. Unfortunately, he is also a brutal and ruthless dictator. So now they have to make Americans a little more comfortable with that. I mean, liberty is nice, but have you seen Russia's shopping carts? (laughs) And Tucker would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling assassins. In a statement to the New York Times, Carlson said, quote, it is horrifying what happened to Navalny. The whole thing is barbaric and awful. No decent person would defend it. 
Okay, so that's talk, that's uh, you know John Stewart on Tucker Carlson. They wheeled him out of whatever nursing home he was uh, lounging in to to go on air and start making his pronouncement of you know his his comedy slash satirical political news show, which really is not actually news but it's like this commentary that kind of pretends to be news that really misleads people into believing these narratives that are completely put out of context and uh they're half jokes but they're really true so you should believe it right nick i mean this is like the definition of propaganda and when i listen to to john stewart explain this stuff i mean what he's essentially saying is that tucker carlson making observations about the, the good parts of what's happening in Russia, like, I don't know, that they don't allow criminals to just, you know, rule with impunity in their streets, that that's the literal price of freedom, right, Nick? It, 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 literally, he's telling you, you have to accept homeless people defecating on your subway system. You have to accept high crime rates in, in these big cities and around them. You have to accept the, the complete destruction of a, a decent society because that's what freedom costs. And Jon Stewart knows because he lives up in a high-rise apartment in New York or he lives in some, you know, uh, a fancy estate out in, you know, uh, um, what is that fancy part of New York called? The, the uh, beach place, uh, Hamptons. He lives out in the Hamptons. So he would know what decent moral society looks like. I mean, when he goes outside his door, Nick, he's got butlers and, you know, a fancy limousine or a, a Bentley or some sort of Ferrari. And he goes to his grocery store and it's clean and it's nice because he lives in the Hamptons. He doesn't have to worry about her. He lives in upper Manhattan and, you know, they don't really have a bunch of homeless people defecating in the Whole Foods there. But when you go to, you know, some other boroughs of new york you may have an immigrant shank you on your way out to steal your you know wallet but hey that's the price of freedom right nick yeah and you know i used back in the day i used to think john stewart was actually you know a guy that really cared about the american people you know and and now with those kind of comments and the way he's he's acting it's it's uh it's comical. This guy, well, he's a comedian, but you can't take him seriously. You know, look at who's in the White House who stole the election. It was clearly fraud. There was fraud everywhere, and to include Colorado, it was documented. Tina Peters, you know, and, and for him to ignore all that, ignore the things that they're doing to destroy the country, ignore the invasion at the border. You know, he's focusing on Russia, 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 and that's what they're going to do all the way until the election. Instead of saying, oh, my word, we're being invaded. Oh, my gosh, 20,000 Chinese people came in the last three months. That sounds kind of fishy. You know, and then, oh, look at all these different factories that are blowing up. And then, you know, um, and also refineries, oil refineries keep getting attacked. And, and our food supply is getting cut off. And, you know, and all of our resources are getting drained, you know, and, and Denver has a hospital that's going bankrupt because, you know, of the siege, you know, and nobody talks about the real issues. He is a puppet. He is a shell of a person. They all go for the low hanging fruit, which is put, you know, positioned directly in front of their face by the powers that be that want them focused on that and nothing else. And that's that's intellectual. uh, That's intellectually lazy, but it is also corrupt. We're going to talk about it and much more when we come back. Stay tuned. 
Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Congresswoman Lauren Bober joins us live on Swamp Fight Wednesday at 5 p.m. right here on AM 1360. That's Wednesday at 5 p.m. Don't miss it. Just form talk radio i'm your host craig james with nick no and look nick you know we've talked about a lot of stuff here today but one of the stories i really wanted to hit on real quick was the trump interview in the town hall last night in south carolina him and lauren ingram going at it and uh, one of the big takeaways i guess the big headline from there is that uh laura ingram named off a short list of possible vp picks to which trump replied uh, when she asked if they were on the short list, Trump replied, they are, not indicating that any one of them would be the one that he selects in particular, but that they all are actually on the short list, which, I mean, his short list could have a number of names on it. It doesn't mean that he's going to be picking them. The list she mentioned was DeSantis, uh, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Christy Noem, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, and I think there was one more, Tim Scott, I think. Um now, do I think any of those VP picks would be good? Maybe a couple. I don't know. I'm not not totally against a Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, Tucker Carlson was not mentioned, which, you know, it's either here nor there. I think he may be a good pick as well. But I also think that a part of Nikki Haley's strategy right now, Nick, is essentially to uh, tr- she's she's trying to extort a vice president position out of Trump, but I would say and argue that if Trump decides to pick her as his vice president, it would be a fatal mistake uh, for him politically and possibly uh, for for his his life as well, considering the forces that are at work that uh, would love nothing more than to allow him to be elected with a candidate running uh, uh, next to him like uh, you know, Nikki Haley or another globalist, uh, deep state neocon uh, a puppet, so that then they could take out Trump and replace him. God forbid that were to happen. That is what I think the game plan would be. So Trump, he would never pick her, I, I hope. Uh, but Nick, what do you think of, you know, what happened last night and, and that exchange there? A lot of people are saying that, you know, he was just being polite when he said that, that those people are on his short list. Uh, trying to basically just uh, move on from the question. And uh, what do you think? Yeah, and as as President Trump has said in the past, he said, we are no longer going to tell or telegraph our moves to our enemies. And that was it. You know, Uh, 
I think he's leading him along, but you know, I think something that'd be entertaining that he could always switch out later. Uh, ultimately, I think he should probably just have uh, you know Eric Trump be his vice president or his uh, you know Don Jr. You know, because you know <laughs> Trump Trump twenty twenty four. Yeah. Yeah, and then look at it this way too. We got Alex Jones. You know, mutually assured destruction on their part. If they if they try and take out Trump, they got Alex Jones now. You know, or something like that. You know, they would that they uh, would, would I, not go if, after. If him he for. picked Alex Jones as his running mate, I don't even know what would happen. I mean, could you imagine the people's heads exploding in the fake news? I mean, I can't even fathom what would happen at that point. I just think it would be probably one of the most entertaining things but probably the 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 most terrifying times too as far as just you know because then they're unpredictable at that point because then you'd be essentially saying you know we are going after you'd be a full declaration of war against the deep state uniparty right not that we haven't already had that but (laughs) but you know alex he gets pretty he gets pretty heated about stuff and uh, you know he'll, he'll stick to his convictions and i think well at least our frogs won't be gay anymore you know at that point i'm just you know just... <laughs> yeah with frogs we we don't want them to be uh, uh gay that's not a good thing people are like oh that's no chemically poisoning the the wildlife to change its natural order is not a good thing and uh doing it to humans isn't a good thing either but you know, I, I got to tell you, here's Alex Jones uh, the other day talking about how the tide is turning on the globalists. I, it, since you mentioned him, I think this is a good clip to play. Listen to this. You know what I smell? I smell globalist blood in the water. I'm like a big old 20-foot-long great white shark, and I smell a lot of blood of the political lifeblood running out of your veins. Oh, mm, what's that? Mm, I smell fear. <laughs> Could you imagine him as vice president? <laughs> it would be madness. I don't know if it'll ever happen. Could you imagine his press conferences? <laughs> I've got my hands around your throat. The American people have got their hands around your throats. And when we're done with you, you'll wish you'd never been born, you trash. You murderers. You've killed 20 million innocent people. You've shot up millions of children that are flopping around like dead fish dying. I don't mean to laugh at you that, but... absolutely disgusting filth. But you see the power you had and the levers. We could depopulate. We could control. We could corrupt the medical system by getting them on board with us. Then we could do whatever we want. Uh, we could use them all for guinea pigs. And it's going to be so wonderful. Oh, so smart. You know it deep down inside, Lord Rothschild... And all the rest of you, that you're going to be pushed into the fires of history. And it is you who will be destroyed, not us. You set the trap, you dug the pit for your fellow man, and now it is you that will be consumed, not us. Is that clear? I know it is. Good. Know your fate and embrace it. My fate is to throw everything I've got at you, and it is an honor, and it is a pleasure, and it is a sacred, absolute duty. And I am so thankful to the God of the universe and the God of consciousness and the God of everything that is good that I have been 
put in this position with so many other great men and women to stand against this evil and to be persecuted by it. It is the ultimate blessing and is our God not incredible to continue to give us such incredible opportunities? <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but I just, it, it, to me, watching a press conference with Alex Jones from the White House podium would would probably be one of the best things ever in the world just to hear him go off like that on the white house press pool and these liars because it's how every american feels right everybody who's awake to what's happening feels the same way alex jones does to one degree or another they may not feel as passionately in certain things as alex you know expresses himself outwardly but internally i can tell you right now that he speaks the truth about how we as americans feel the passion that we have for taking back this constitutional republic from these evil and demonic forces which have subverted and taken control from within through infiltration corruption bribery blackmail murder deceit lies they have to be reckoned with and we cannot reckon with them or they, they will not find a reckoning until we as a country adopt that spirit that was just embodied by what Alex Jones said there, which is that we have to be willing not only to put our faith in God, which I like that Alex Jones made that a part of his rant there, that with God all things are possible. We shouldn't be afraid of these people. These people will come to nothing. They are nothing. They're nothing more than a wisp. Uh, uh, you know, they're here today and gone tomorrow like the, the, the chaff that's separated and thrown into the fire. That's what those people are facing. And I just, I, I listened to that. And when you said that, I, I think I have my new vice president pick. It's Alex Jones. At least a press secretary, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think I think vice president would be even more entertaining. But yeah, press secretary, just to, to watch that every day, watch those interactions. It may be one of the greatest single greatest press secretaries of all time. I mean, it would be in my opinion. Right, Nick? Oh, my gosh. He would put red pills in every answer. They'd ask something about. You know, what he had they would lunch, just stop having just... press conferences. They would just stop showing up, I bet. <laughs> they would just be like, we can't go to the White House anymore. It's been taken over by, you know, the Russians. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So that's that's what I got for today. I have much. I have a few other stories, but uh, I know you have a few stuff you want to get to, Nick. Uh, what do you got for everybody today? Well, um, you know, I've got – the uh, Jesse Waters, and uh, he did a story about Nevada where the votes were counted in their names in an election that they never even voted in, and they said it was a software glitch. Do you remember which state we had that caller that was an attorney saying uh, that that, that uh, British company was infiltrating uh, – That's our good friend Kathy know, from, Kathy from Minnesota has been telling us about – this uh, British intelligence-backed cybersecurity firm uh, that we've been looking into. Yeah, what, what about it? Guess what state and municipality they have on their website that they're boasting about they work with? Minnesota? Nevada. Oh, Nevada. It's Nevada. Yeah. Yeah, so I got this, this uh, Jesse Waters story here. Um, I'm going to send you uh, a link really quick to it again. It'll be a, a tweet. And everybody else, you can kind of go into it, too, and share with other people. All right, then, before we get to that, I'll let you take a minute to do that. No peace be 
CITC, you know what, Meg McCain slams Carrie Lake over effort to mend relations with McCain supporters in Arizona Senate race. Uh, it's getting pretty dirty out there in Arizona. Megan McCain has come out firing against Carrie Lake, who's trying to appeal to the former McCain Republicans that still exist, although uh, an extreme minority out there. She's trying to extend the olive branch. Megan McCain refuses to uh, accept it, calling her a B-word online and saying that she will never mend fences with her and uh you know we all know her father was a traitor we all know what he did people go well how can you say that you're a conservative it's like uh no i'm not i'm I, i'm i'm not affiliated with these people i don't uh, you know i don't mess with the establishment uniparty i don't care what team they're on red or blue team I will call these people out wherever they are, whoever they are, John McCain being one of them. He's one of the people who architected, you know, us basically creating ISIS as an existential threat to to continue to uh, necessitate the military-industrial complex intervention in the Middle East to, you know, enrich themselves and continue to, you know, secure American freedom by, you know, bombing uh, people in the Middle East indefinitely. That seems like a good strategy for uh, world peace. But... She's come out and done this. It's just wild to me. It, it it really strikes me as, you know, Meghan McCain is, she used to be on The View. She's not a Republican. She's not a conservative. She's another one of these, you know, aristocrat class, you know, generationally wealthy, her family you know, paid for everything that she ever had in her life. She's never really worked a real job in her life. Her whole, her whole fantasy world she lives in, she's the victim and the hero. So, you know, you can't question her, but you also uh, have to accept everything she says is gospel about her father, even though we know her father and Lindsey Graham were some of the, the primary architects from the political class in America of supporting the moderate the moderate rebels in Syria, which turned out to be ISIS. So they helped create ISIS to create that existential threat. They were puppets of the uniparty regime, puppets of Joe, uh, puppets of Barack Obama, I should say. And, uh, you know, so anything she says, I don't take seriously whatsoever. And the fact that, you know, they want this war, apparently, uh, you know, when she says no peace, B-I-T-C, you know what, in a tweet directed at Carrie Lake, they want war, Nick, and, and I'm not saying it because I want it. I'm not calling for it. I'm not calling for anything. I'm saying when you say stuff like that, just know what you're going to be getting in return. Not from me, Nick. Not from me. But from the people you're talking to, you tell them no peace, no quarter, no surrender. What what other option is there, right? Yeah, it you know, she wants war, you know, too bad she's irrelevant and no one really takes her seriously. Um, you know, you know, John McCain, if you anybody of the listeners go back and Google search images of his funeral, you will see a casket that is draped in a flag that is completely wrinkled. It is unkept, is basically just out of the box. It looks like they intentionally wrinkled it even further because our military guys that were carrying it know what he did. So there's a guy named Mark Turry. Mark Turry was the person that was running the covert weapons program through Benghazi, and he lives in the same neighborhood or at the at the time as John McCain. They knew each other well. You know, they're all part of this club and it's all a smash and grab criminal criminal enterprise. 
I mean, it's it's the the tr- saying's true. I mean, if you're if you're going to be a criminal, uh, don't think small, think big, right? Because then you'll probably get away with it. If you go rob a bank, you probably won't get away with it. But if you, you know, create a, an existential threat by funding uh, radical Islamic terrorists in the Middle East to, uh, you know, precipitate the need for uh, uh, military intervention, then you're probably going to get away with it once they pay you the kickback for doing it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's how this works, unfortunately, but at least we're calling it out. We're going to keep shining the light. Everybody stay tuned. We got more to come. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white-labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today, and I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. This is Mark Hall, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. Back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No. And Nick, you know, we have a lot more to cover here today. But, you know, as we went into the break, it's an unfortunate truth that we have to call out both sides, right? I mean, it's unfortunate in the sense that it's come to this. But we as Americans cannot just put our head in the sand anymore and pretend that voting uh, 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 red down the ticket, if if it's got an R next to its name, it's good. It, we can't pretend that that is going to fix the problems, right? Because our party, what you know, if you want to call it our party, but the party that cl- most closely represents our values and beliefs, they've been infiltrated by people who are liars, who are charlatans, who uh, you know outwardly present themselves one word, word 
one way and inwardly are totally another way. And they are, are master manipulators who are great at lying to and deceiving the American public. People like Lindsey Graham cannot be trusted. I mean, it's, it's no coincidence that now that we've come to be about two years out from his next reelection bid there in, uh, was it North Carolina? I think it's South Carolina, that it's no coincidence to me that now he's starting to come out very strong pro-Trump, whereas the last four years he's basically undermined, you know, Trump at every every way he possibly could. He he's, he commended Joe Biden on being one of the most honorable and dignified men he's ever met in his life, which is like, what kind of peyote are you on, brother? But. This is just indicative of how the, the whole system is set up to work, right? It's, it's meant to play on our emotion, deceive and manipulate, you know, placate, tell us what we want to hear, play to our own ego and our own self-obsessed, uh, you know, ways in certain regards. And that's what I think, you know, the American people broadly need to be aware of and this is what our listeners right i know you know this if you're out there in the audience i know you know this i'm not saying this to to patronize you i'm saying this because i want you to understand that this is the kind of thing we have to explain to our fellow uh co-workers our, our family our friends people we meet in in political rallies or at church if they ask us, we have to be very clear and concise in how we explain, because a lot of people have been programmed, especially the people who don't pay attention very much, Nick, that when they hear, oh, you're talking bad about a Republican, they shut down. Oh, you must be you know, either a conspiracy theorist or you're a liberal or you're – no, how about you love your country and you're passionately dedicated to the truth and upholding the constitutional republic's values that have been protecting our God-given rights through its – since its inception, which are now under full-scale full attack, right, Nick? Yes, and uh, you know this is this is a very serious time for our country. You know, none of these politicians take anything seriously. It's all theater to them, um, which is why we need term limits, and also we need to change Citizens United. There needs to be some more restrictions on that. That's out of control. This is what we get for it. You know, um, and uh, you know, Lindsey Graham of all people. I'm glad he's turning the the tide there and going towards Trump. But uh, you know. Uh, that that guy, I think he's been blackmailed the whole time because he's light on his feet, you know, and that's that's the word around Washington. And, Are you uh, saying he's you know, a homosexual? It, well, you know, it's been insinuated in, uh, you know, uh, but if he was a homosexual, he, he should be like proud, right? He should have a rainbow flag outside his office. He'd be he could be running the Democrat Party right now. Yeah, you know, it's just a shame, you know, uh, because, you know, the people deserve to have representation. You know, you know, taxation without representation was the reason that the American Revolution happened, you know, and now we're being taxed to death with no representation. We haven't had representation since, you know, basically uh, Bill Clinton going into office. That guy was a crook from the start. He was a CIA stooge. And that's the problem, right? Therein lies the problem with what we started with, to bring this all back full circle like Jen Sakai would do. We can go back to the beginning and talk about where we played that clip of Mike Pompeo saying that, you know, we at the CIA, we have classes on how to lie, cheat, and steal. That's what we do. And it's like this is what eventually happens when you promote that kind of uh, uh, behavior 
and then it turns inward. See, the, the, the problem is not that they were doing it outwardly to uh, basically to, to go after our enemies and to, to do what they needed to do to counter what was happening in, in response to us, right, in our actions. The problem is they figured out how to do it really well, and then they thought, well, we, if we can do this really well in other countries, there's no reason why we can't do it here to affect our outcomes that we desire for what we believe is the greater good. And at the end of the day, those people are unelected. And now you have elected members of Congress, a large number. And this is no, this is an open secret in Washington, D.C. Nobody really denies it. But they are blackmailed. They are complicit. They are corrupt. They are co-opted. They are extorted. They are bribed and, and complicit. They have no interest in representing the interests of you and I, the average American citizen. They're either beholden to a larger entity, uh, some part of the, the never-ending deep state bureaucracy, or they're beholden to a K Street lobbying firm that represents some big corporate interest, or they're beholden to some other outside influence, maybe a foreign state or actor. But these people have no interest in representing us. And, and the thing with Lindsey Graham is this. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. The point is I'm not going to get fooled again. That's a George Bush quote. And that's exactly <laughs> what we have to remember is that, you know, how many times – this is what frustrates me. And, you know, it's probably because senators run on this six-year election cycle, which is different than other representative offices. But what, what really frustrates me is especially with these senators. I mean, th these guys have been in forever, and all they do is – they lie for two years, they get you to elect them, then they do what they want for four years and betray you, and then as, as yep. their next election rolls around, they start lying again, and, and nobody has – we have a goldfish mentality where nobody seems to remember what happened you know, two years ago, four years ago, five years ago. It's like we've been imprinted to believe this, like when – uh, when Tulsi Gabbard's name is floated as a potential vice president pick for uh, uh, for Joe or for Donald Trump, it's like, hold on, so this never happened. So today, I'm suspending my presidential campaign and offering my full support to Vice President Joe Biden in his quest to bring our country together. Oh, no, but she'd be great for Trump, right? I mean, this is not the kind of person who's going to turn around and stab you in the back, right, when, you know, it matters the most. We should trust her because she said that so long ago, and she doesn't say it anymore, so she probably doesn't believe it, right? Yes, yes, Craig, you can forgive, but never forget. And that's my point. That's my point. I am all about forgiveness. I want these people to find Christ. I want them to find peace and solace that is coming through a connection and relationship with God. But you have to repent and you have to show that you're, you're changed. It will become apparent if you do that, if you do give your life to Christ and, and your ways and your actions, they will change. It's, it's inevitable. It has to happen. These people, though... I don't believe, and, and regardless of what their faith is, it's not for me to judge what's in another man's heart, but I will say this, that the way they present themselves outwardly is deceptive. It's, it's, it's meant to deceive us, and it is something they do over and over and over. It's like Ken Buck. How does Ken Buck become our representative here in the 4th Congressional District of Colorado? He becomes it because he lies. He says everything you want to hear, and then when he gets in power, what does he do? He turns around, and he betrays you. He's a Judas Iscariot, just like they all are, and I'll tell you this right now. I am not going to fall for any more of these politicians lying to me, and, and they can say... You know, some people on the right have said, oh, well, Trump did that. It's like, 
I understand what happened with Trump's presidency, and trust you me, I don't think he was making decisions based off of uh, a, a desire to betray the American public. He was making decisions based off of him being deceived by the same people I'm trying to call out, the same people he's trying to call out, mm-hmm. and the same people that we're trying to form a coalition to stand up against because they are very powerful and they do control the institutions and the levers of power. And that's why we as the American people have to coalesce and come together and say, look, we are up, we know what you're doing, and that's why they're rolling out the AI censorship regime. That's why they're doing all these subtle tactics. They're using their corporate uh, mechanisms of power to destroy us, to try to destroy us, to, to down, you know, make us feel downtrodden and, and just helpless and demoralize us. Right, Nick? Yeah, it, it, their biggest fear is us uniting together against them. You know, Craig, I think that we should have an, a special court that is a federal one, but it's assigned for each state. You can get a few signatures and uh, basically call out politicians that vote against the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Anything that is against those principles needs to be challenged immediately. We need a way to do it besides the Supreme Court. There needs to be a way to get them out. Well, we need something because this system in principle should be working very well in practice is falling short time and time again. Now, whether that's by design, I'm not sure, but stay tuned. We have more to come. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. You can run on for a long time. Run on. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James with Nick No. And, and Nick, you know, we're blessed to have such an amazing audience. A lot of people texting in. 
over the last few segments. I want to get to them here real quick. First off, our friend Kathy in Minnesota texted in and said, thank you so much for helping us to investigate what is going across the USA with Dark Trace Cybersecurity. You guys are true heroes. Thank you. We really appreciate that. I don't feel like a hero. I don't want to be a hero. I'm just doing what I believe is right. And if that makes you a hero these days, I mean, then then fine. God bless it. You know, let's do it. Let, let's all be heroes, right? Let's all stand up against this. Let's all take heroic action that is uh, righteous by God's, you know, definition of what righteousness is and, and go out and act with righteous indignation against this evil that exists. Expose it, call it out, try to stop it however we can, legally and lawfully, peacefully. They don't want to construe it. You know, don't want the FBI to go kick down your door. Uh, uh, you want to do this the right way. And that's what we're trying to do here. And uh, thank you for that contribution. And speaking of people going out and taking uh, uh, positive action here, somebody from the 970 texted in saying, Hi, Craig and Nick, thanks for inspiring me to call in to Nancy Pelosi's office and leave a nice message for the senile old bat. I recommend that all of us contact a representative or senator every day to let them know how we feel. It's quite refreshing, but remember to keep it somewhat civil. Thank you. What? A, first of all, awesome that is commendable good job they're right keep it civil we're not we're not stooping to the same tactics as these leftists these extortionist thug criminals we are going to keep it civil but we're going to make it known what we believe how we feel and why it matters to us and and we're going to tell them that we know what they're doing that's the most important thing they need to realize that we're not we're not rubes we're not idiots we're not stooges we can't be played we see clearly what their their racket is just because they've kept more than half the population of the united states asleep and unaware and 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 in this deep slumber trance doesn't mean that there aren't those who are waking up every single day to what's happening and going to keep exposing it in all of its forms we rebuke evil in all of its forms as it tells us to do by the scripture and so thank you for that. That's awesome. And another person from the 505 text in and said, term limits, yes, new staffers for representatives and senators too. I couldn't agree more. Right, Nick? Yes, absolutely. And we need a way to recall them, any of them. They need to be – we need to make a law where if you intentionally, knowingly – vote or take actions that would be deprivation of rights under color of law that that they should be uh, punished twice as bad they need to be put in jail for 10 years minimum any politician that tries to do that any public official that tries to to uh, impede our rights they need to have a line that they cannot cross and as soon as they do boom trial see ya we need to have military trials for that because the military's job is to defend and support the Constitution and the Bill of Rights of the United States. I think they should have military tribunals, and we should be able to appeal and send a petition to the military to have tribunals at our wishes uh, upon uh, discovering their actions, you know, with evidence. I know one person I, I nominate already for that, and that's Jenna Griswold, our Secretary of State here in Colorado. Here's her talking about uh, why they should take Donald Trump off the ballot. Listen to this. States like Colorado believe that it is confusing and potentially suppressive to put a candidate on a ballot who cannot assume office. That's why, just like that non-natural-born citizen, uh, we kept Donald Trump off because he is disqualified, in, in, from our perspective, under the Constitution for being an oath-breaking insurrectionist. 
Can you imagine, Nick? That's what we deal with out here in Colorado. I mean, these are brainwashed communist Marxist infiltrators who have seized power over this great state who are now dictating to us that it would be, quote, confusing and suppressive to allow Trump on the ballot because he's an oath-breaking insurrectionist. That's a lie. That's a categorical lie. These people should be put on trial for, for what they're doing. This is criminal. This is not this is not like oh this is the secretary of state telling us we don't have a right to to participate in the democratic institutions that make our constitutional republic function correctly. Nick, I don't know what to say. I'm a little heated on this because this is who I have to deal with here in Colorado. These people are are communist infiltrators. They should be the first ones we nominate for for whatever kind of uh, a military tribunal or whatever it is because this is a deprivation of rights under color of law, right? Yes, that's a federal offense, and um, you know, especially in that position that they're in, you know, they are elected by the people. They take an oath. They swear. Um, at least they may, may pretend to swear on the Bible that they will support and defend the Constitution in their in their office. And, and look at them, not maybe a handful of them do the right thing. None of them have any courage, and it makes me just – I'm just disgusted with them. Well, join the club, brother, because we definitely uh, are on the same page there. And I think a lot of our listeners feel the exact same way. Like, how do we get this? And we get it by having people participate in our democracy who are just completely disaffected, uh, uh, manipulated, brainwashed cogs of a machine that is meant to destroy them and destroy their lives and destroy their ability to have happiness in the future by convincing them that, you know, promoting the LGBTQ suicide cult is great and, you know, transing your kids and, and mutilating their genitalia is, is empowering and it's, it's, it's uh, you know, you're, you're, you're uh, ensuring that the, they're, they're feeling, you know, that they're being... Um, what well, I can't even think of the word right now. They're being uh, affirmed, right? They're they're affirming what they really are because you know little Tommy played with a doll, so we better chemically castrate him with Lupron like they do to sex offenders in prison. That seems like a good idea. These like any rational, normal person, if you told this to them, they would think these people are psychotic. These people are maniacally evil degenerate you know demons you're 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 taking a young boy a 12 year old boy and saying you know what yes your delusion is real yes your mental illness should be affirmed and here by the way here's some lupron go ahead and chemically castrate yourself you'll be you'll be really happy when you're an adult you i don't have words to describe the kind of evil that we are facing here in colorado nick Criminally insane is what I would say. I couldn't have said it better myself. So look, it's not all doom and gloom, guys. There is hope, and we have it right here coming up next. Some good news to wrap up the day, give you a little hope and encouragement to take with you out there. Because look, there is hope. There is a future. God ordained it, and he told us it's coming. But we're going to talk about that and much more when we come back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. You are listening to... 
WHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. Welcome back, Just Form Talk Radio. This is our final segment. You know we do our God's Grace is Greater segment every episode at the end. What we try to do is leave you with a bit of hope and encouragement to take with you today as you go out about and do what you need to do to get things done. But honoring God every step of the way. Before we do that, though, we always let Nick, uh, you give your final thought. Please uh, share with us what your final thought for today's show is, and and uh, and then we'll get into our other segment. Craig, it's the darkest time before dawn, and um, as Alex Jones said, these guys are cornered. There's nothing that they can do other than flail around, and you know, um, it, it seems like things are dire, and they are. But the, we are turning it around, and and you should um, you should hold on to your faith and protect your family. Prepare for anything they might throw at you, and remember, in the end, God wins. Sage, sage words, sage advice from from Dick. I appreciate it as always. And today we're continuing in the book of Psalms. Psalm 48 is where we've landed. And this talks about Zion exalted. And I want to read this to you and then we'll just talk about it briefly. It says, the Lord is great and highly praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rising splendidly is the joy of the whole earth. Mount Zion on the slopes of the north is the city of the great king. God is known as a stronghold in in its citadels. Look, the kings assembled. They advanced together. They looked and froze with fear. They fled in terror. Trembling seized them there. Agony like that of a woman in labor as you wrecked the ships in of Tarshish with the east wind, just as we heard. So we have seen in the city of Yahweh of hosts, in the city of God, God will establish it forever. God, within your temple, we contemplate your faithful love. Your name, God, like your praise, reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with justice. Mount Zion is glad. The towns of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Go around Zion and circle it. Count its towers, note its ramparts, tour its citadels, so that you can tell a future generation, this God, our God, forever and ever, he will always lead us. And I love this psalm because it talks about God's stewardship and in his leadership of us, he, he's always pointing us in the right direction. He's always giving us the advice and wisdom and discernment that we need. If we listen, if we open our hearts, if we accept his input into our lives. And how do we get that? 
That's the question a lot of people ask. Well, how do I, how do I know what God wants for me? I'll tell you how. This is how I figured it out. And I don't, you know, this is just my experience, but I think this is the way. I believe it. That when you open your heart and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you understand that he is your connection to God, he can open up a world of possibilities that, that just at, at this point, as dark as it seems, may seem completely improbable or impossible. But with God, there is always a way. And with God, there is always a hope and a future, and you have to have faith and trust in that. And look at time and time again through the historical accountings in the Bible. God has intervened and saved us time and time again when we worship him. And when we turn away from him, he rejects us and lets us fall to our own demise of our own sinful uh, ways. So what the lesson is for all of us out there, I think, is to turn to God, repent, call on his name, call on his son's name, accept him as Lord and Savior, and watch him defend us and protect us and lead us into the future to do great things. If you do that, if you believe that in your heart, then all of this will come to nothing, and we will be victorious. We already are victorious, but we can be victorious in this life as well as the next. And that's what I want you guys to take with you today. Not a message of hopelessness, but a message of hope, a, a message that God is standing for us. And if he is for us, let me ask you this, who could stand against us? And the answer is no man. And that's what we're facing. We're facing evil from men of this world. So that's my message to all of you out there. Take it. Go out, do great things. Have a great day. Thanks to Nick. Thanks to all the texters. Thanks to everybody listening. We love you guys. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. But until then, this is Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Godspeed and God bless each and every one of you, patriots. Just